everyone. Welcome to the Fireplace Podcast. This is Ella. We are here with Kailaya. Hi. Hi. How are you? I'm doing well. How are you? I'm very good. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you. And for, for performing me. those beautiful, beautiful songs. So, yeah, we wanted to invite you uh, not only to perform, but also to just know a little more about yourself uh, for, you know, everyone to, to see your music, to hear music, and also to know more about you. So tell us about yourself. Good luck. With, no, I'm just <laughs> <laughs> um, Wow. Tell me, tell you guys about me. Okay. Yeah. Well, you know, I'm still learning. I'm still learning about me. That's fair. <laughs> I feel like the things that I've... Okay, actually, yeah, I'm going to go off on this little tangent because everyone always... Sorry, it's already, it's already starting. It's already starting. <laughs> but no, everyone always asks, like, tell me about yourself. And I'm like... Do I go through like the biography of like, well, I was born here, but really like right. we change so often that I feel like I'm just going to tell you about myself now. Great. Okay. The things that I feel like make me um, like shape the artist that I am now. Nice. And I feel like the first thing that comes to mind is that I am Ukrainian. I feel like that um, I'm really proud of that. And I want to do a lot with my music for Ukraine, mm -hmm. especially with everything going on now. Absolutely. Um, the second thing is honestly just how obsessed I am with words and lyrics. I feel like my entire life I've been writing poetry. Um, I've been writing music since I was little too I didn't realize it sometimes I find videos and I'm like oh my god that's awesome I've been doing this for way longer than I thought um and my overall love for art I feel like is a huge part of who I am I love dance and acting nice and I'm also queer and I feel like the, all those things they like shape me as an artist and show who I am I'm also a cancer nice. baby okay <laughs> love cancers <laughs> so that's so what, what would you say, you mentioned that you find videos of yourself when you were young. Mm -hmm. What would you say like your first like memory was? Okay, like, well, apparently I was a drummer in a band. Oh. And I was drumming and singing at the same time. And I was doing like, hey, soul sister in the back. <laughs> no, for real. I was sitting there with my drums and I was like, hey, soul sister. <laughs> were you singing at all? Uh, yeah, yeah. I was like okay. backing up the vocalist. The vocalist actually in that band is doing amazing right now and she's like uh her name is m byhold and she's like blowing up and everything and oh, i'm wow. so happy for her and just because to see like her growth and everything but it's crazy to see us together when we were little playing because mm -hmm. i don't remember like i it didn't influence me in that way being like oh i'm gonna be in music growing up i was like i just like the drums and i like to sing and play <laughs> you know yeah like you couldn't like um envision yourself and like yeah. hey like i want to like be an artist one day and like yeah. have my own music yeah but uh, actually yeah. i have a video of myself when i was probably like nine and i was really serious and i like brought the camera around and i was like i want to play you guys a song i just wrote and it was called secrets can right? you send those those videos can you send the video so yeah. you can just put it yeah. on the screen <laughs> i don't know if i want to do that but um yeah i go to the piano and i start playing the song and it's a really deep song called secrets and um it kind of it went kind of like secrets are all around me it's like the following my footsteps and just kept going like that there was no change in the song and i was like this is the song that's that great. i've written so that's my first should, memory that's great you should do a remix of that song should i yeah add a verse yeah add like actual yeah 
you know, just like just words. sample it. Shoot, shoot, shoot. That could be actually really cool. Yeah. And then the story behind that song. Absolutely. <laughs> so, what's um what made you pursue music then? Um. As a career. Depression. Oh, okay. <laughs> now, I feel like every artist <laughs> goes through a little bit of that, and then they're like, damn, I really need to um, find a way to let out my emotions. Mm-hmm. So I was, I took a really long break from any kind of art, and I started to pursue volleyball, and I thought that was going to be my thing. I went to college for volleyball. Nice. Because I'm a giant. <laughs> I'm a giant. Can't tell right now, but. Um, then halfway through my season, I noticed that I was just waking up really depressed, going to bed depressed. I ended up going to therapy, being put on antidepressants. And I was like, there must be another way. Like, this is this is just not helping me. And so I um, fled to Ukraine. I literally <laughs> ran away to Ukraine thinking that that was going to change it. Didn't change a thing because mm-hmm. it's all internal. Absolutely. Um, you can change your place, but you can't change exactly How like what's feel. going on inside. Right. So I got there and I said, I'm going to try dance. I'm going to try dance again. Nice. And I started dancing over there. I picked up a guitar <clears throat> and I started to turn my words, my poetry into music. And that's when I was like, I don't even care if I'm good. I just feel better. Nice. Yeah. Nice. And then it just kind of rolled as I got back. Wow. How old were you when you went back? I was 19. 19. This was five years ago. Wow. Okay. Yeah. And I didn't really start taking it seriously until probably like two or three years ago. Okay. And uh, what made you come back to L.A.? Or what made you choose L.A.? Um, well, I actually, I came back. That's a good question. I really love Ukraine. Every time I went there, I wanted to live there. But mm-hmm. I wanted to finish college. Mm-hmm. So I came back here to finish college. I also, while I was on that trip, met my first ever girlfriend. Mm-hmm. So I, I went into that trip being like, boys. <laughs> and then I met this girl and I came back here and she also lived back here um, and eventually like started to come out also started the process like me coming out of the closet I've never said it like that before <laughs> me coming out of the closet <laughs> who am I yeah anyways um, so I guess I came back here for the people and to finish my schooling the okay. first time around okay were you uh, doing music in school or just so something else mm-hmm. okay funny when I came back I told my friends that I um really wanted to grow my voice and they mm-hmm. said they kind of dared me to go audition for our vocal department at okay. school and nice I said why why the fuck not can I curse yeah of course okay <laughs> I was like why the fuck not and so I went and auditioned I literally walked into the room and they um had a sheet with all my information they said do you know have you ever sang in front of people before I said no they said have you um do you know how to read sheet music I said no they were like do you have any experience vocally I said no <laughs> they were like tell like, us something <laughs> about you they, they asked me if I spoke any languages which I thought was kind of weird but I said yeah I speak Russian and Italian <clears throat> Um, and I love languages. So I sang my song. Everything was fine. I get an email that I got placed into private vocals. I'm oh. like, that is interesting. <laughs> so I show up first day and I walk in and what do I hear? I hear opera coming from. No way. No, yeah. Ooh, yeah. Okay. I hear opera coming and I'm like, I am in the wrong place. <laughs> this must be incorrect. I was like preparing to come in and be like, okay, I'm ready for some Rihanna. I'm ready. I'm ready to like dissect, you know. 
<laughs> Anyways, um, I walk in and it's an opera course. So when I tell you, I was literally matching vocally to my teacher because I couldn't read the sheet music. I was trying to like match my breath. It was so difficult. But just I, by ear. By yeah. ear. And that grew that part of my skill so much too. Absolutely. And I think she really liked me, the teacher, because I would not quit. I would not quit. Nice. And <laughs> also my stage fright was insane. Like mm. I would go to the, I was wearing my long black dress. I had my <laughs> heels. I would go to the piano, be all dramatic and be like, <laughs> and look over and have to like sing Ombra My Fool, right? And so, and I would literally feel my <laughs> vocals clench up. Like I would feel my whole throat just close and um, I couldn't do it. And then I'd get in the car and I'd be so mad at myself and I would do it perfectly. So that was like my, my stage fright was insane. So the fact that I can perform live is. That's awesome. And also front woman, you know, you yeah. like are the one they're singing, you're in front. Of yeah, the whole band. That's and you write your own songs. Yeah. That's awesome. Like I was also like very <clears throat> scared uh, to perform. Like I could only do it. I also kind of like went into uh, dancing for a little bit. Oh really? Yeah, and I really really liked it. And like I could perform. I feel like with, you like, would be so good in ballroom <laughs> or like salsa. Oh, some sort love of, like salsa. bachata. Love salsa. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I love that so much. But I I was so afraid to just be like just me. Yeah. Like I couldn't even talk or speak. Yeah. I would just it's be like, it's so vulnerable. Ah. Like when you have, and I, I feel like with dance, I can go up there and perform in front of people. Like it's no big deal. Mm. But vocally, there's something so vulnerable about sharing every, because your voice is not just here. Your voice is your entire body. It's your soul. When right. you share that. Right. And you have to be so certain in the fact that like, if someone walks out, it's not about you. Absolutely. And even if it is, it's not about you. Absolutely. Because it's also very subjective. Like if someone is like, if you're performing uh, a place and someone just walks by, sees you perform and hears your songs and mm -hmm. they're like, oh, I really like this. But, you know, they might be in a hurry or like they might just are there for like 30 minutes or yeah. even like 10 minutes and they're like, oh, yeah, this is cool. But then they yeah. leave. I always so. say like I would rather people leave that don't resonate with my music because mm. it's, if it's not for everyone, that's fine. Absolutely. That's absolutely fine. But the yes. people that it is for, like that's such a special room to be f like filled with people that genuinely resonate with it. Yes. Yes. So, yeah, talking about your songs, like I want you to um, tell me about these two about these two songs that you just performed for us and um, the meaning behind them. Mm. So if you want to go from like the first one, second. Yeah. Um, when I was choosing two songs, it's always so hard for me because I'm like, okay, well, I honestly, this time around, what I did was I was like, just instinctually, what two songs do you want to sing right mm. now? And the first one that came to mind was Golden Fleece, just because the soul in that song. And I remember... I love that song. I love that song. <laughs> it just makes me feel good every time I sing it. Honestly, the best memory I have with this song was at Hotel Cafe, mm. and I, I was, um, I was watching how the room was so loud, and there were artists going up, and the room would not stop talking. Mm. And oh, and I, but I was saying to myself, I was like, the artist, every single artist was like, "Hey, everybody, please quiet down. Um, I'm about to sing." And I was like, I don't want to do that. I think mm. I'm gonna let people talk. If people want to talk throughout my song, like I want to let them talk. <coughs> mm -hmm. And so I decided to do something different. I walked up on stage and I just didn't say a word. And you know me, I'm a talker. <laughs> so I did not say a word. I just walked up and I was like, the, 
just took a breath, walked up to the mic. It was so loud. And I just went, oh, you got those. And then the guitar started. You know, oh, like dude. Daniel Caesar type <laughs> of like six, eight stars in the back with the guitar. And then I see, I like hear one side of the room get quiet. And then again, I'm like, oh, you got those. And all of a sudden, it's like the second side, the second side of the room gets quiet. And as soon as I hit them with the ahs, I just feel like complete silence. And I'm like, oh, that's how you do it. That's Hell because, yeah. <laughs> because the only way to get people to pay attention is by giving them the option not to. Mm. By saying, you can do whatever the fuck you want, but I'm going to sing this song. Like, you know? Yeah, that's awesome. So that's a, I think that song that, it, um, it shuts up my brain too like that. And the funny part about it is obviously it's a love song and it's almost like a manifestation song. Mm. It's manifesting what kind of love I want in my life. Nice. And the best part is I wrote it when I was single. I wrote it right after a breakup. And I was like, why am I writing a love song (laughs) while I'm single? (laughs) But now I understand. Mm -hmm. And every time before I perform it, I also dedicate it to someone um, platonic or romantic love. Mm-hmm. so that's why i chose that one it's a great song thank you yeah it's a great song what about the the other song oh so okay i've been we're still actually i'm still thinking about a working title for it um but so far as i've been that was just groovy like <laughs> i can't even explain and it just feels like it's sassy but also kind of like you do you <laughs> i'm gonna do me and it's talking about like I don't know. Like the first thing I remember when I wrote it too, I was pacing. Mm-hmm. So the, I write songs in different environments like Golden Fleece. I was driving and I was like flowing and there's a beautiful environment. I was like, oh, you got those eyes. And then with I've been, I was like pacing around my room. And I was like, <laughs> I just feel like I just feel like I've been on my bushes since you come around. You know what I mean? And then I stopped and I was like and I was with my um, I was with my friend and she looked at me and she was like, that was kind of good. And I was like, mm hmm. Okay, let's try it again. <laughs> and that's how that one came about. And it was just so, like, fun and freeing, even mm-hmm. though it's about tr- giving it your all. It's about giving it your all to someone. Yes. And still it's fun, and not too. working out. Yeah. Yeah, it's super fun. Yeah. What would you say <clears throat> your, you know, what message do you want to, I guess, like, give with these songs? I know that you talked about yeah. Ukraine, and I think that's something that I would love to go a little more in depth. Um, mm. And how you want to, you know, I just want to, know like what your message is with I mean it could be about anything but Mm. it would be interesting to know no it's so important it's so important to have at least to be like working towards understanding what you want to say with your music absolutely and I think I have so many different messages and they change as I change Mm. but specifically with these two songs they're both feel-good songs even if one is about, you know, giving it your all and it not being good enough. Mm-hmm. And the other one is about falling in love. They're both feel-good songs. Right. And so I just want, with these, like, I want people to get out of this world for a second mm-hmm. and feel that love or feel that groove. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's, like, the the message with these. But I think the overall message with, because these are kind of, these are a part of an EP that I'm making. Mm-hmm. Nice. And... Um, the overall message that I feel like is coming to me right now is that we go through so much, Mm -hmm. but the point is that we go through it. Right. And the only thing that we have to focus on is making it 
through. Exactly. The best life advice I've ever gotten was from my dad. Mm. And he said, um, don't tell my mom that. <laughs> but he said, um, I was when I was really depressed, actually, and I came to Ukraine to spend time with him and, and start doing art. I was like, I don't know how to change this. Mm. I feel like everything is wrong. I'm trying to start healing. I don't know where to start. And he was like, the only thing you have to do is just live through it. That's all. The only way live through is it. Through. Exactly. Yeah. So I think with this EP and with the music I've made so far, it's all about healing. It's about love and loss and, and having faith. But it's really just about making it through. Mm. You know? I love that so much. I've been hearing that lately, that message. Like this, these past two weeks, I've been hearing really? that so much from people. Just to yeah, make it through. Random, random people too. It's like, oh. Okay. It's also interesting. You should <laughs> listen to that because I think when you get the same kind of message, but from different kinds of people, it's kind of right. like the universe playing with you. 100%. You know? I definitely, I definitely feel that. You know? I made a decision, a really hard decision, like a few days ago mm-hmm. about some, something that I just need for myself going forward. And the morning that I made that decision, I told my friend, I left, started driving. The first thing I see is 999. Oh. And I'm like, and I stop. And normally I'm like, okay, angel numbers are everywhere. But I stop and I make a little face. I'm like, dude, for me, it's like, it's been like 666. Really? So, you like know, literally. that doesn't have to be negative though. It, no, it's not. It's not. It's but like it's, a, it's just it's funny. It was like, something new. I was like six. And then like, six, six. And I'm like, I remember that one being kind of. Yeah, I sit down and I go somewhere else and six. But I'm like, what's happening with the six? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Well, I looked up 999. I was like, let's just stop and look it up. And it was ending of a cycle and mm-hmm. opening of opportunities for a new one. Yep. I was like, oh, wow. And then 555 for me has always love been. Love that. Change. Yeah. Yeah. Change yeah. and freedom. Mm-hmm. I love that. Do you yeah. have it? You have it? Can you Tattooed? show it? Yeah, I have a little 555. <laughs> I love that so much. Yeah. Um, well, I want to I wanna go into just like, um, I want to know your inspirations. Like, um, do you have anyone... That inspires oh you. It can be literally artists, people, yeah. person, like a thing. Okay. <laughs> <sighs> no, because I'm such a giddy. Like I have so much. I, I, as much as, as much as can go wrong, and there's like hardships and things that happen. I just really love life, and I think mm-hmm. I've been realizing that more and more lately, nice. especially with journaling. If you haven't tried journaling, oh man, <laughs> since January, I have two journals that I'm actually typing up right now and releasing as a journal entry, like. EP extension nice so you can see like the healing alongside the process wow but within those I actually talked a lot about what inspires me and it was all the little things Mm. that I think we just sometimes forget about like driving with the window down oh my (laughs) god it feels so good I stick my head out and I feel like a little dog and I'm like like, there's nothing better than this (laughs) or even just like flowers flowers are so cute and we just forget about it And all these little things, like I'll be, honestly, also, since I've started working in a coffee shop, real hellos, when people say hello (laughs) and it's real and they come up to the counter and they're like, hey, and I'm like, you meant that. You meant that because we forget it's, we just walk by everyone and we're like, hey, hi, how are you doing? Good. Bye. And so that started to mean more to me. That started to inspire me. Like people that I just randomly can connect to and break this fourth wall. Mm-hmm. so those are the little things um they and I, yeah and they just like move me forward and remind me about like the, be- the beauty of life the small things that we can write about we could write a whole song about a mm. hello to a stranger 
True. You know, about riding with the window down on the freeway and how that makes us feel. I love that. You know? What is, uh, what is your songwriting process? Do you have a little, um, I guess, like trick or? My trick is to um, voice note so I don't die while I drive. <laughs> no, for real. I like some reason. It's the thing when, I, when I'm driving, I feel the most, sometimes I have to like, t the moments where I feel, I've been thinking about my process too because it's quite random. Mm. Like sometimes I will just have words that come to me and so I'll have a story that I really feel like inspires me. So I'll write the words out first um, and it'll be like, I'll be in the shower and I'm like, that's cool. Or mm. um, right before bed or sometimes in the middle of sleep or that's sometimes like when I wake up or <coughs> when I'm walking or when someone says something to me, like all these little, I think being an artist is like living, you know, you have yes. to live and pay attention to what is going on around you because it's all art. Like this mm. is all a, a movie in some way. Right. And so I, I think about that and I write them down. My notes app is like going wild. <laughs> and then sometimes I'll hear melodies and normally I'll find like a progression that I just absolutely love. Usually guitar. It always starts with guitar. Nice. And so usually uh, a progression or a melody or just depends. Usually, um, usually a, a progression that then inspires a melody. But it could change. Mm. You know, we could talk about this in like a year and I'll be like, so actually the new process. But right now, that's what I resonate with is letting myself live and then bouncing off of life, creating my art based on what is happening in life mm. and other artists, nice. of course. Like I'm so inspired by um, Snow Allegra. I could talk oh, about her. I love Snow Allegra. I, I talked about her for probably like four hours yesterday. Or so. <laughs> um, I love her music so yeah, much. Yeah. That's great. It's the people that I feel like I get their soul through their music, Daniel Caesar too. <clears throat> I love my six eights. <laughs> Literally, I, when I started to bring you guys my music, and was every single eight. one, was like, I was okay. like, oh, so <laughs> by the way, they're all six eight. And, I mean, yeah, you guys, it's fun. It up, but no, um, we loved it. We love it. But yeah, the, they really inspire me and Erica Badu, and also just like the amount of times I mean can you guys concur how much is jazz I have playing in my home you walk in and I just have an album called jazz in the background <laughs> and it's just like do 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 and I'm like Dude, that's my every morning I just yeah. like put like very just starts your soft off, music nice. yeah it's nice it is nice yeah so I think uh sweet yeah I want to go back a little bit to uh dancing okay because that's very interesting yeah um but I mean I, I want you to talk about like how like what what dancing makes you feel and also if it inspires you somehow to make music or if it gives you new ideas while you're dancing or after yeah because that used to happen to me like after dancing or like a dance class you I have an just, inspiration i would just leave the, yeah i would just leave the class and be like oh my god yeah. i feel so good yeah like, dancing gives me this energy of like i can do anything mm -hmm. and um god dance is so important like <laughs> movement because yep you start to get more grounded in your body. You start to understand yourself more and just the intricacies of our bodies. Like mm. we can communicate so much mm. with movement and with the way that we talk to people, with the way that we hold ourselves. And I think dance gave me that. And I've actually been trying to, um, yesterday 
had such an amazing conversation. Um, and he's also a writer and he's in music. And he told me, well, why don't you try to dance and write at the same time? Mm. And for me, pole dancing is something that I have been absolutely obsessed with for probably like four years too. And so I'm like, what nice. if I try to dance and spin and do my tricks and write based off of those movements, mm. like try and do something different. So it definitely inspires me. And it also makes me understand myself more. Right. And I think the different kinds of dance too, like I've been trying to get into hip hop because mm-hmm. I want to get more masculinity out of me. And so, because every time I come in there, my hip hop teacher is <laughs> cracking up because I come in and he's like, okay, now like we're going to like, yeah, he's like, okay, now we're going to like hit, hit. And I'm like, booty, booty, <laughs> hit, hit. And he's like, no, keep your ass right, you just out like- of this move. <laughs> you just have to, you know, move your hips up. But it's just, it's cool to like jump into different, um, genres and movement styles yeah right because i feel like with hip-hop it's more of like it's just very like yeah to you like very marked you yeah know? and like with like sexy dance or mm-hmm. it's very like flow yes. and yes yeah it's also great connections when you when you meet other dancers mostly most dancers because of their melodic ear are mm-hmm. also musicians and singers I which see. is mm-hmm. which i love no it's great i love how they count to eight mm-hmm. one two the counts for me it, it I also can't. throws me off sometimes I'm like I'm with the I can I'm with the music the entire time and I'm like I should because I want to teach too and so nice. I'm like, but Chels will count for me right Chels <laughs> yeah <laughs> awesome yeah. um I also want to talk about um you know we know you're queer so it's a little secret nobody knows <laughs> wait really it's don't secret? look at my nails right now <laughs> we're going through a little phase okay I'm going so fun. how's that journey been for you um, you know, yeah, it's been, it's been, honestly, I'm more, um, I'm very grateful for it because <laughs> I feel like being able to come out in a place like Los Angeles where it's very positive, yes. I get to be surrounded by a lot of other queer people. Yes. Um, that's like, feels like a really nice backbone mm-hmm. and I can see how, people that didn't have that it's so much harder to be able to just like fully back yourself in something that the world just makes you so unsure about absolutely and I have definitely not had like perfect moments in to say the least Mm -hmm. but when I did come out um I feel like for the most part everyone around me the hardest part is definitely like I do come from a Soviet Union household okay um and it's like half Russian, half Ukrainian, Russian on my mom's side, Ukrainian on my dad's. And my dad is so chill. My dad doesn't give a fuck about anything. My I dad, met your dad. He's he really cool. He, he needs to be in one of these interviews because he's so entertaining. But he, um, when I was actually, before I came out, he was like, you sure you're not into girls? Because I hadn't ever dated a guy. <laughs> I really had never dated a guy. And I had just lost my virginity to a guy. And I told him, I was like, yeah. Oh. It was like nice. And then I kissed my best friend in Ukraine. Um, her name was Tatiana. Oh. Hi, Tatiana. <laughs> and um, I was like, why did I want to do that again? I was like, that was kind of nice. Wait so, wait, so like, when did you? I was 19. I was 19. I was okay. in Ukraine. Um, and um, I mean, the, the guy I lost my virginity to, he was great. Like, don't get me wrong. Like, you did amazing. Like, that was, that was great. <laughs> honestly no regrets 
But um, <laughs> then, <laughs> but then, should we cut that out? I don't know. I don't know what's going on. You did great, buddy. So then <laughs> I went to you. No, I went to Italy, and I um, met this girl who was also Ukrainian. And at that point, she was in a relationship, so we were like, let's just be friends. But I was a little curious. I was mm-hmm. just a little curious. I remember being in <laughs> her. Um, I remember being in her room and asking her being like so like what y'all girls up to like what do you do this is so interesting and she was like oh man i smell queer so then um (laughs) half a year later i kind of started to i came out as bi and i started to date girls in my college okay by date i mean like very loosely like just trying to like experiment experiment um and then six months later i hung out with her again this girl from italy and um the two of us just started it like went so smoothly into my first relationship ever mm. and so since then i i still don't want to put myself in a box and i still like to say that i'm bi or even pan mm-hmm. but i just go with whoever comes into my life that i just wholeheartedly connect with and mm-hmm. it has happened to be women to this point and nice. so i'm but i always say like i'm not closed off to people based off of gender i just mm. um I just go with the feeling and the emotion. And so I came back home and I was like, so this is uh, not my friend. (laughs) And it was, it was so crazy because she looked like she was my mom's daughter and my, we're not going to talk about mommy issues. We're not going to do it, but she looked like she was my mom's daughter and she like fit right into my family. And I looked like I was just like the friend on the side that was like showing up every once in a while. Like they just looked like a unit. And so, um, quarantine hit. Mm-hmm. And then we just, yeah, we went off. It was a really beautiful relationship. Like I got to, wow. um, see, what it could be like what it could be like and so coming out was really nice and also kind of um interesting to do during quarantine because Mm. it almost felt like I had to do it twice um then after quarantine when I could never come out to my grandparents though that Mm -hmm. um oh my god actually (laughs) sorry you guys are gonna have so much to work with because I'm such a talker go for it we love that but um actually the past three weeks, I went to Montenegro, mm-hmm. um, and my dad's side of the family is all there, so I wanted to go spend time with them, and I went on, there's so much that I learned on this trip, I don't, I can't even, I don't even know wow. where to begin, but um, there was a really healing moment for me with my grandma, who was like, can we go on a walk? I mm-hmm. said, sure, and um, she basically was telling me all about her life, about growing up and growing up in the midst of a war too mm-hmm. and escaping and how, you know, her mom gave her the last piece of food that mm-hmm. she had and she was hungry. And it was, it was just so interesting to hear her talk about her childhood, where she was from. Wow. And then she looked at me and she said, <laughs> so are you dating anybody? <laughs> just <laughs> Out of the blue. <laughs> and I was like, mm-hmm. and she goes, no, no boys ever. And I was like, um, I don't, I was like, I don't know because I also want to respect my parents. I don't want to make them uncomfortable by coming out to their parents if they're not ready. Mm -hmm. And before I even said a word, she was like, um, didn't you have a girlfriend? And I was like, so somebody told you. (laughs) (laughs) Oh no. Father. Um, (laughs) 
but I said, yeah. And I started to feel myself get really defensive and be like, yeah, I just feel like I had this connection and it, it worked for me more and da, da, da. And she like kind of put her hand on me and stopped me. Mm. And, um, this is all in Russian too. And I feel like wow. the Russian language is just so like tender when you have those moments, like at least for me, obviously, because it reminds me of my childhood. And so she stopped me and she basically said, I don't care. She Aww. was like, as long as you're happy. Aww. And her main thing was like, life is short. She told me about her lover. She was like, yeah, I had a oh. lover all through And I was like, oh, grandma, <laughs> you are <laughs> no good. I was I'm like, so unethical polyamory, but it's fine. <laughs> We're going <laughs> to But anyways, so oh she basically told me like, um, as long as you're happy. And I needed to hear that because I needed to keep telling myself that. Mm-hmm. And I feel like we all do, you know, Absolutely. as much as everything is starting to change mm-hmm. and we feel like we have more backing there's still so much That's internalized homophobia absolutely. going around where we're like but i'm just trying to be happy right like this is just i'm just trying to be happy mm-hmm. so dude that's so sweet though yeah like was she was moment. like she was just like i'm not here to judge you yeah she's like i'm just yeah. asking i just that's I want so you to be sweet happy. oh my god honestly like i'm taking a minute because like that kind of got like, emotional <laughs> yeah i was like oh my god <laughs> But yeah, oh my God. Um, I mean, it's been so lovely to have you. I want to ask you one last question. And this is kind of a fun one, but uh, if you... Am I single? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Are you? <laughs> if, you <laughs> if you could describe yourself in three words, um, what, what would they be? Um, I would say I am passionate. Mm-hmm. I am queer. <laughs> no, I wouldn't describe myself. <laughs> I would say that the three words to describe myself would be um, passionate, real, nice, and a doofus. No, okay. I don't know. No, no, no. <laughs> I don't know. That's a those really, are, that's, yeah. a, that's a hard question. I three know. words. <laughs> I'm like trying to think of my biggest three values and it's just to be real, to continue to be passionate. Nice. Um, and to be kind hearted. Kind. Not nice, but kind. Kind. I love that. It's I easy to be nice and it's hard to be kind. Yes. Yeah. So. Thank you. Kind, passionate and. What's the last one? Awesome. Thank you. Thank you so what much. What's the last yeah. one I said? Kind. No, you said you said real, real, yeah. bro. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's lovely. Honestly, you're so right with the kind thing. Mm-hmm. It's very, very easy to be nice, but kind. It's it's just it's just so different, and you can just tell when someone is really kind. Yeah. Um, but yeah. So it'll be three hundred dollars for this therapy <laughs> session. Um, I really appreciate that. <laughs> if you need my services. I will. <laughs> it's been so so nice to have you. Thank you for Thank being you. here with us. And um, yeah. Do you have any upcoming uh, projects that you have that you would like to tell everyone about? Where can they find you and your music? Yeah. So, um, again, my name is Kailea, and you can call me Kai. But I have an EP right now that I'm working on that is around six to seven songs, including the interlude and outro. Um, And still working title, but... It is basically a summarized, like a, a summarized version of what I feel like my past year has been. I've written them all in the past couple of years, and it has to do with healing, love, loss, nice. moving forward. So that is gonna be that is in the works. 
Um, also, I was in. I was cast in a film Ooh. that is now <laughs> going to Outfest. Oh, we have the director in the room. Very nice. So definitely more <laughs> acting projects. Yes. And also uh, this poetry book that, or a journal entry poetry book that I'm working on. That is really sick. It's yeah. coming along with the EP? Yeah. That's so cool. It's, it's crazy to type it up because I'm like, I'm literally giving you guys my deepest, mm. my deepest soul. And that is, that makes me so happy because I think that's like my biggest goal. If, if I leave this earth knowing that I was so honest and open with people mm -hmm. and that helped people be honest and open with themselves or with other people, then I am content. That's all. That's so, so cool. yeah. I share the love. It's fine. Yeah. I'm um, a softy. <laughs> a cancer. A cancer. <laughs> um, where can they find you on, on, on you platforms? Can, yeah, you can find me on Spotify um, and you can find me on Instagram, <coughs> kylea.art. Mm -hmm. And sweet. Yeah, that's pretty much it. Awesome. You can find me at, no, give my address. <laughs> <laughs> Show up if you want to bring me flowers. Love, send me food. Send me food. Oh my God. Yeah, please. Okay. <laughs> Sweet. Thank you so much for being here again. Thank and you for having me. Yes, absolutely. And go follow Kalea and go follow the fireplace. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs>